0: Well, there's been plenty of World Cup drama in the last few weeks, mostly on the pitch, and there was the issue early in the tournament of players being prevented from highlighting LGBTQ plus rights on the field. Well, Mayo has been having a rainbow issue of its own in recent days. It refused a request... the the GAA should I say has been having a rainbow issue of its own in recent days it refused a request by Mayo's senior teams to wear the rainbow colours on their jerseys in next year's National League Mayo Secretary Dermot Butler was quoted in today's Irish Independent he said it was an opportunity missed and a disappointment as they wanted to show their support for the LGBTQ community and also for local youth mental health services by having the numbers on their back changed from the traditional white to the rainbow colours of the pride movement Now David is a referee who has refereed at the highest level of Gaelic football he's also an openly gay man and he's been telling me how he heard about the decision and what he made of it
1: But I didn't know about the request in the first place and it was uh, disheartening to wake up to a text message to say that there had been a refusal to allow Mayo to wear rainbow coloured numbers on the back of their jerseys in support of the LGBT community and in particular their own partnering charity in Mayo. And I think it's an abhorrent decision by the GA.
0: Well, they say that they refused it because it related to the jersey. They have no problem with rainbow coloured laces which I think you've worn yourself in the past or indeed armbands which we saw being refused in in the World Cup recently so they're willing to go further maybe than FIFA I,
1: I saw their statement and, and they said that the playing gear was sacrosanct and I think it was a an unwise choice of words in that you know I've studied Latin and I understand that sacrosanct means most sacred or holy now I suppose what they're trying to say is that they regard their jerseys as too important or too valuable uh, to be interfered with but to state that your jerseys might be hallowed by sacred Wright um, is a bit strange. Precedent has been set before where we've had Dublin in the Championship playing against Westmead with Pieta House on their jerseys. We had Cork wearing jerseys in the National League for Mercy Hospital Foundation. We had Carlo wearing some for suicide awareness and even up in Derry, um, Joe Brawley's Up for Life campaign appeared on the jerseys in the Championship back in, in, in 2013. Re- so Precedent had been set beforehand and it's just strange to see that they're singling out the LGBT community. That was more an arrangement
0: between the commercial sponsors and the teams as opposed to something that would have involved a decision from the GAA. What do you make of that?
1: Well, speaking about sponsors, I mean, our national competitions are sponsored by AIR, AIB, SuperValu, Board Gosh, Centra. And a lot of those uh, organisations take part heavily in, in, in Dublin Pride and Pride events around the country. In fact, AIB and Board Gosh are two of the greatest supporters of Pride within Dublin and I've been part of the most recent super value campaign so it would be interesting to see how the sponsors uh, take this ban and I would encourage Do do you think it's worth the the sponsors probing this
0: and seeing if the sponsors should maybe go, go rainbow to see how that goes down?
1: gosh have already gone rainbow inside in Croke Park and, uh, on their sponsorship boards and, I, and, and we don't see any issue around that. I would fear that if Mayo did this that there would be a backlash and I suppose it would be remiss of me not to have looked up the rules in relation to this and, and when I looked up what the GA's rules are in relation to sponsors, brands and distinctive marks and logos. Um, they can disqualify the team from the competition uh, if the um, logo has not been sanctioned. There can be loss of expenses for players or individuals and not less than 24 weeks or expulsion from the association for wearing them for individual players. Now I find that very hard to take. I suppose if it's an armband
0: or laces they would argue otherwise but in the statement that's been forwarded to us by a spokesperson for the GAA they've as their top reason for this have advanced a pragmatic reason in that the numbers would not be as visible if they were in the rainbow colours if they're in black or white or a colour that stands out, they'd be visible from the crowd and the television, whereas Rainbow might obscure that. Indeed, for referees as well, as a referee who needs to see numbers from a distance, what do you make of that?
1: I think that's a ridiculous comment to make. We've already seen Ireland um, and the FAI wearing them in a, in the Aviva um, in a match in, of an international sporting governing body against Canada or the USA. I'm not sure which one. And there was no issue whatsoever and no fallout.
0: Now, they say pride flags and pride paraphernalia have been prominently displayed in stadiums. So it doesn't seem, at least from the GAA's point of view, to be an objection
1: to Rainbow flags. Column. The rainbow flags might have been seen outside the stadia or around or in the vicinity of the stadia, but they have never been seen inside the stadia.
0: This could be construed as a political stance. And for, I suppose, understandable historic reasons, the GA has tried to stay above politics. And as it advances to be a unifying force in Ireland, it wants to avoid symbols that could be perceived as political. Do you think that would cover this particular issue?
1: I don't. My movement within this country is not a political movement. It is a community-based human rights movement. All right, it might push and lobby uh, politicians for advancements within the LGBT community, but it is not political party per se. I know when I tried to wear the wristband in 2015, I tied that attempt to a political statement by saying that I was calling for a yes vote in the marriage equality referendum. But this attempt by Mayo to support a charity of their choice who have said they want to promote LGBT issues is not a political statement and it's nothing to do with politics whatsoever.
0: The GAs also says it's currently working with Belong To to develop an e-learning module to foster greater understanding and that pride flags have been provided to GAA units, while the work of clubs, and this is a quote, in promoting participation of Gaelic games by members of the LGBTQ plus community has been showcased at multiple GAA conferences and events. I mean, looking at it in the round, do you think that the focus on the particular issue of numbers might actually be about numbers and the visibility thing? or, Or do you think there is a cultural reason why
1: this objection no, I don't is think it's made. about the numbers thing at all, Column. I think it's about keeping LGBT issues off the pitch and inside stadia, and that that seems to be right. um, off the playing gear and for for players uh, wearing them. They do not want their gear and their logo, uh, which would be associated with the jersey, uh, having rainbow colours. all
0: right I, on the male side of sport in the GA, because there have been within the elite ranks a number of female footballers and and Camogie players who have come out and wanted to be open and public about their sexuality, presumably being conscious of their role as role models. But it's been 13 years since donald Cusack came out, to, to some fanfare and possibly with the expectation that other people would be encouraged to follow or that there would be a greater openness about sexuality, to, to the point almost, I suppose, that it would become a non-issue. And yet we haven't seen any public declarations, there, although I stand to be corrected on that since. Why do you think that is?
1: I'm not sure, because my mindset has changed in relation to this specific question over the past number of years, when I've had the opportunity to speak to players, to managers, about the dressing room culture and I would have been very hard on the dressing room cultures that existed in, in in Gaelic games as I saw them when I was growing up and what I perceived would be happening in the dressing room still but from an intercounty perspective I feel and from speaking to the inter-county players that they would be very open to LGBT or gay men in their dressing rooms that they would have no issue and that they would have stated that and that there are openly gay men in their dressing rooms but that, that it would not be public knowledge to the media and um, some people might not feel comfortable in the media spotlight or want their sexuality as public knowledge. Nobody should have to speak about their sexuality publicly. I know what it's like to have your sexuality plastered across the front page of a Sunday newspaper. It's it's not always the most pleasant reading, but there also is that reluctance uh, that they don't know who they're going to face. So um, I can understand why they might want to just to be private about it, but we are also in a situation where it shouldn't be an issue anymore. This country is totally accepting of gay men and gay men within sport and we've proven that and uh, it shouldn't be a case that we need people to come out although role models within the sport would be fantastic for younger people
0: Alright well that was football referee David Goff speaking to me a little earlier so let me introduce you to the political panel with me in studio today they're Mary Butler Minister of State with responsibility for mental health and older people and Fianna Fáil TD for Waterford Michael McNamara Independent TD for Clare and Senator Annie Hoey from the Labour Party who is her party spokesperson on higher education innovation research and science thanks very much for coming in sparing the time at the weekend Minister Mary Butler people might be surprised to hear that the Mayo initiative, kind of a proactive initiative, was being blocked by the GAA. Are you?
2: Yeah, in my view, sport can and should play an important role in promoting inclusion across society. And sport has to be an inclusive place for people from all backgrounds and traditions. And I do agree with the referee there. I think it's an opportunity missed. And you know, we have seen particular cases being highlighted in the World Cup. I think there was an opportunity missed by the two Harry Kane and Garrett Bale. Not that I'm that much into into watching the World Cup at the moment, but they had the opportunity to make a massive statement. They chose not to. Uh, we saw, for example, the Iranian national team not singing their national anthem as a protest. So I think sport has is playing a significant role. You know, I was looking at this. UL, the GA team in in University of Limerick, have a small rainbow flag this year on their jerseys. And it is great to see this inclusive signal. And no matter how small... The little rainbow badges, it sends out a massive um, signal to young people, young gay people, young lesbian people, young trans people, that they should be included. And, uh, you know, I've been embedded in the GA all my life. I chair the Camogie Club in Portlaw, where I've come from on two different occasions. And I've grown up in the GA and I have to say I've always found it very, very inclusive. And I do think what uh, the Mayo team were trying to achieve, um, I would agree with what they're trying to do.
0: Okay, you'd ask for a rethink from headquarters, would you? Well,
2: what I would say is I think they will be able to find a solution. I believe there are talks ongoing and I really do feel that maybe if it can't be the number, but I do really believe, like we see all different organisations being able to advertise on jerseys, on club jerseys for all a myriad of reasons. So why not support the LGBTQ+, why not support inclusion, why not support diversity as well?
0: Michael McNamara, what do you think? I suppose I was just slightly
3: surprised by the GA's decision, um, you know, because they have, as an organisation, uh, put a lot of work into uh, inclusivity programmes. Um, it would be obviously very regrettable if um, anybody from the LGBTQ plus community uh, felt excluded or less welcome because of this, but I don't know that that's the case. Yeah. I mean, I don't think, in fairness to the GAA, it's an unwelcoming place for people from the LGBTQ plus community or any other community in Ireland. I mean, you know, we've... Uh, I played a small bit of hurling badly uh, a long time ago, but Ireland's changed in the 80s. um, Ireland's changed a lot since that time. And I do think the GA has changed with it. I think broadly, I think it is, it seems to me at least to be an inclusive place. If people feel excluded, that is a problem. But I don't know that that's the case. And I don't know that this decision, which though it surprises me, is going to make people feel less welcome. I hope not. I don't think that would have been the intention of the GA, given the outreach programmes that they've been involved in over recent years. Uh, Very public campaigns as well, I
0: have to say. Annie Hoy.
4: Um, well, I have to agree with what everyone else has said. I think representation matters. Um, from my own perspective, I'm you know the only out bisexual in I think so you know who's ever been you know out elected. The second out woman, uh, Catherine Suppon was the first one. So I understand the importance of representation and being able to see uh, someone in different roles. And I think while the GAA have done lots of work to be inclusive, I think this action. It's an unfortunate It's an unfortunate. It could timing. be perceived
0: as a chill factor, could it? For other I people ca- maybe think thinking be, twice about coming out, could it? I
4: don't know if it'll make people think twice about coming out, but there's a very heightened... I know we're trying to separate the politics from the LGBT community, but there's a very heightened political climate at the moment around sport and LGBT inclusion just because of the focus the World Cup has put on it and, you know, the, the treatment of LGBT people over in Qatar. And, you know, there has been international responses to that and, and some of them have been very disappointing where players didn't take the opportunity to stand up for the LGBT community and I think this action is a small one as as Minister Butler said small actions have really mighty consequences and I right. you know and, and the referee spoke about it's been 13 years since uh, Donald Low came out people shouldn't have to come out and there are I know of uh, LGBT players who choose not to come out publicly because there is a pressure with that and, and a, uh, a responsibility that comes with that and that can be very difficult but it is hard I think sometimes for people if they can't see uh, people like them and this goes for an all sorts of different communities not just the LGBT community if you can't see yourself represented there first of all it's a huge pressure for you to be the first one potentially to be out publicly but also it makes it hard for you to envision yourself as being a part of that community
2: I also think the GA are the cornerstone of every community. We have seen the way they stood up during COVID, how they helped so many people, you know, living alone at uh, the time of the big snow, for example, and all other sports groups as well. But also we have seen, you know, in relation to, and we're going to speak later on about um, uh, people from the Ukraine, how they've been, you know, we have people now playing camogie k- uh, and, and um, yeah. hurling. Do you know what I mean? <coughs> and, and you said uh, there's
0: talks ongoing on this. Where, where my, un- my understanding where? is
2: that um, Mayo GA are now exploring options to express their support for the LGBT community with the GA. so l- right. I just think we should give them a little bit of space to work this out. I think it's very good that we're having the conversation. I think that's really important and just before we go off this um, I just want to give a shout out if I can please. Oh, right. uh, the Munster <laughs> Club we, Championship is outward. on today, What for Team Ballygunner, but right. they're actually playing
3: Ballier, yeah, so, right. so right. we yeah. wish them all yeah. the best. Okay.